Pendergrass, and this is the Survive and Layoff Community Conversation. And you know, this, this group, this community, it's just about a place where we can get people, subject matter experts, put together resources and experience to help people who are going through seasons of change, challenge, opportunities, right? That's, you know, layoffs, career changes. So today we have a fantastic guest who has expertise and experience in this area. So I, I'd like to welcome today my guest, James Smith. He is president and CEO of J. Anderson and Associations. They are an executive search firm, uh, also full life cycle recruitment, retention. They're consulting companies on you know how to grow their talent. So with that, I just want to say, James, welcome today. And just tell us a little bit about J. Anderson before we get started. Thank you, Boris. Uh, yeah, so Jay Anderson is, we are an executive search firm, as you mentioned, full life cycle recruiting uh, for executives. Um, but another piece of our business is that we really consider, we don't consider ourselves to be headhunters, right? We consider ourselves to be career fiduciaries or let's say career managers. So we're not necessarily looking for a job for someone. We're looking for a career or something that's going to enhance their career and enhance their lives. So that's really our big focus. The other part of that is on the career management side is, you know, just helping folks make career decisions um, when they're looking for opportunities or when they're out of work and kind of guiding them and telling them how to get started on a search and how they should position themselves in the marketplace. Well, and, and that's right in line with this. You know, this, this whole community started because I just finished writing a book called Surviving Layoffs. And I've been in the technology space over 25 years, you know, six-figure incomes. And three times in those 25-plus years, my name was on the list, right? Hey, Boris, you got to find a new job inside, outside the company. So how do you deal with that, that time of change, that the challenge, you know, the the opportunities that's there. So, you know, we're going to have a bunch of people addressing that. But in our conversation before, we, you know, we got on camera here, you, you made a statement and I think it's just so key. You said relationships matters. So I just wanted us to start right there, you know, as you talk about helping people with career opportunities, career change, relationships that matters. What, what were you driving there? What were you, what were you saying there? Build that out for me. So relationships do matter. And, and you know, over my 15 years in uh, owning this company, um, we've had to deal with layoffs, downsizing, you know, market changes is very cyclical, right? So we always go through this almost every 10 years, we have this market influx and market change. So, uh, so we've always had to deal with how do we help people because you can't help everyone, right. but you can guide them and lead them and give them ways that they can you know, focus on uh, things that they need to do, right? Besides things, besides, you know, get your resume together, 
you know, fix your LinkedIn profile. I mean, those things are critical. Every, every person that's looking for someone to hire, the first place they look is on LinkedIn, always. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm talking to you on the telephone and you give me a person's name, while you're talking to me, I'm looking that person up uh, <laughs> on to see who they are, right? So, uh, so relationships do matter. So now that we're dealing with, and your book is timely, because now that we're dealing with a pandemic, sure. I mean, we're seeing layoffs, we're seeing people losing their jobs, furloughed, I mean, at a rate that we've never seen before. Sure. I'm doing some work with Disney. Disney just laid off 28,000 people, and I understand they're just getting ready to do another big layoff. So, um, you know, so how do we help people navigate through this? One of the things that I've told folks is the first thing you should do is tap into the relationships that you've had. If you've been in the market for 10 years or 15 years or 20 years, you probably have hundreds of people uh, that you've worked with or been in con contact with over the years. And I tell them, make a simple spreadsheet out for yourself uh, of all the names of the people you know, you know, their contact information, when you contacted them, what the results were, and go through that list. You should be able to put together a list of 100 or 200 people. Mm -hmm. And most of those folks will help you if you ask for help. Most of the people, if you call them and say, hey, I'm looking for a job, and if you've done a good job and they know your reputation and your work, they'll be happy to hear from you in most cases. And when I tell people to do that, many times they do find a job because it may not be from the folks that are on that list, but it'll be from people that they network with through that list. So that's why I say relationships matter, your reputation matters, um, but more importantly, you've got to network with people. That's the way you find a job. We have, we're recruiters and we go out and find new jobs all the time, right? But we don't find jobs just because we're a recruiting firm and people don't give us work just because we're a recruiting firm. They give us work because they know us, they know about us, there's some kind of connection, there's relationships. And, and those things are, are a lot of times what gets us in the door. So, you know, you, you said um, people are willing to help. So you, you're saying just ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Or, I mean, that conversation, are you saying, hey, you know, I just got laid off. I'm looking or, you know, facilitate. Talk me a little bit more about that conversation. Because a lot of times there's a little apprehension. Do I want to ask? Do I want to put that demand on someone? What do you say there? No, that's a good question. So what I'm saying is make the ask, right? You've always, you always have to ask. And, and, what, and again, when I've coached people on how to do this, what they found was when they went out, and they were uncomfortable. Most people were uncomfortable sure, asking, okay. you know, for uh, someone to help them. Uh, but what I have found is that when they've gone out and done that, most people will always be willing to help them, right? Because if someone calls you and they're looking for a job and you know someone, you know, right away, you're gonna say, hey, I know someone, let me make a phone call. I mean, we've gotten many, many people jobs that way and for, for free, I mean, without pay, right? Right, because that, that's, that's not your firm. You're, you, get, you don't get paid for that, right? Well, you know, we're just sometimes, you don't get paid for everything. I mean, we obviously, we're a recruiting firm, so we wanna get paid for our work. But sometimes, you know, you have to help people. And, uh, you know, the main thing, we do the work that we do because, because we wanna see people employed. Um, and that's why we do what we do and we want to help build careers. So, you know, sometimes you can help people and, and you may not get paid for it, but it always comes back. So, you know, you, you, you said something about LinkedIn and, and I smiled when you said that, because I can remember 
having conversation with you know my children, your your children, right? They're in that 20s and 30s. They're they're into the work environment, and we would always say, watch what you put on social media, right? Because you know people are looking at that. But I think now what I hear you saying is social media is a critical part of the job search of the social networking, not just what you you know some young person did in your past, but you know, for we who are senior professionals, um, they're leveraging that also. Is, is that, would that be accurate? You know, we, we look for executives and sometimes you won't find a lot of senior executives on social media, right? But, you know, you may find middle managers, you know, like directors, you know, senior managers and, and things like that. And even vice presidents. Uh, many people are on social media. So, I should also say your social media matters. I mean, if I'm, if I'm recruiting an executive, I look through Instagram, I look through Twitter, I look through Facebook, I look on LinkedIn because I want to see who they are. I want to see how they conduct themselves on social media. And many companies are doing this all the time. Um, so, you know, it's important for you to position yourself and portray yourself in the most, you know, positive manner that you can. Um, I know that there has been situations where companies have passed on a candidate because of their social media presence mm. and some of the things that they saw on social media they thought were inappropriate for their company and what they were trying to do. Wow, wow. And, and, and you know, that's just great to hear, right, if you, as, as you're going through that. I guess um, I want to, I also want to just have a little bit of a segue into conversation, right? The motivation has been from layoffs, but you know, I'm a very positive, optimistic person. So I'm always saying there's opportunities there too. So kind of what is that advice you give to people that, hey, there are opportunities, companies are always looking for good people, you know, and, you know, you want to take advantage of that. How do, how do you have that conversation and do you run into those experiences? No, absolutely. Well, you know, it's a numbers game. It really is a numbers game, right? So the more people that you can get in front of, the more people that you can connect with, the more relationships that you can develop, the greater chances of you getting a job. Um, the more resumes that you send out on job boards, the more resumes that you send out on LinkedIn, the, is the, you know, it less, in my opinion, it lessens your chance. You're wasting your time. You can send 1,500 resumes out on job boards and, you know, you'd be lucky to get anyone to respond to you. So, I mean, as, as I said before, we get jobs because of relationships. So, you know, you want to try to tap into as many relationships. If you see a job, you know, find out who works there. Find out who you know that works there, who they know. You know, get someone to hand your resume to someone on a personal level. If you don't have that, you know, find a way to connect. If it's a, if it's a VP of marketing, um, find out who the CMO is for that company or find out who the senior VP of marketing and send them a note either on LinkedIn or send them and get their email address. You can get anyone's information on, on social media, sure. uh, their phone number, their email address. It's very easy to do. So, um, you know, start doing some strategic things to get yourself in front of the right people. Yeah. I, I had a uh, director, had to be over 20 years ago. And uh, he made this comment to me that it's all about Rolodex and resumes. And I was like, what are you talking about Rolodex and resumes, right? But that's in line with what you're saying, right? The Rolodex was that old file that spent around that you kept your contact information in. 
today, right, that are who are the people you're socially networked with in a LinkedIn or is it on a Facebook or social media platform? And then the resume is your reputation, right, the things that you've done. And I think I heard you say that, right? Hey, you go through those hundreds of people. There are people who like the work that you've done, who feel confident and good about working with you and would recommend you. So uh, Rolodex and resumes just in a digital age, would that be kind of correct? It is correct. As a matter of fact, when I see people who have a LinkedIn profile and they have 138 connections mm -hmm. and they've been working for 20 years and I look at that and I go, this person's going to have a hard time finding a job because they're really not a networker. They're not connecting okay. with people. You know, so what, what, what should that number be? I mean, what, what, a, what, what's, what's normal? What's uh, in a good, you know, what, what constitutes a good social networking uh, community? You know, I would say that, I mean, you know, 500 should be the minimum. You really should be at, you know, uh, I mean, you don't have to be like me. I'm probably at about 15 or 20,000, right? You, you don't need to be at that level, right? But you, you should at least have, you know, 500 to 1,000 people in your network okay. because remember, there's six degrees of separation. LinkedIn goes two, right, second and third. And a lot of those folks that you're connected to, you can click right on there and find out sure. who their connections are. So then it gives you a, a, a lot more latitude in terms of connecting with people. I mean, it's, a, it's an incredible web of people that you can connect with if you're strategic about it. Well, hey, I, I, I thank you as we, as we come to the end of our time, I guess. Uh, any last communications you would say to people? I mean, we're in this pandemic. Um, you know, change happens often, right? Layoffs happen often. Um, what would you say to our community kind of in this conversation that we're having? You know, what I would say is that it's unfortunate that we're in a situation that we are in right now with the pandemic. But what I will tell you is that there are still people hiring. Okay. Um, you know, we're, we're busy uh, and we're, we're very busy actually. Um, in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, there was, uh, you know, we had three or four months where we had virtually no activity. Um, but companies are starting to turn around, you know, you're going out and finding, we, we've been for, so I'll give you an example, we've been forced to change the way we do business, mm -hmm. right? Because we have clients that we've right. had for years and years and years. And now we've had to go out and talk to people that we've never talked to before and connect with people that we've never connected with before and get new business. So as people are going out and looking for opportunities, the thing that I would say to them is that you're gonna have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you're gonna to have to go out and have conversations with people that you never had conversations with. And you're gonna to have to make yourself available, you know, to have virtual coffees or, or, or conversations and think of a strategic way to market yourself. Think of your 30 second pitch, sure. right? That when you connect with people that you want to send to people. I mean, be strategic. Don't just get online and look for jobs and just send resumes all over the place because it's, that's really not a strategic initiative. So what I would say is, you know, you know, think about what you want to say, make it strategic. Um, and then, and it doesn't have to be long. I'm talking about a sentence or two, right. That really catches the eye of someone who is particularly in your field or someone who, 
would want to talk to a person like you because you have 10, 15, 20 years of knowledge and people are looking for that, right? They're really are looking for that. They're not looking for the unskilled person. So now with the job market being so tight, they're really looking for the best of the best in the market. So, you know, you just really should be strategic about it. Um, there are people hiring. I wouldn't feel, you know, down as though the market is falling apart. It's not. Um, again, there are opportunities out there, but just be strategic about what you're doing. And I think you will have success. Make the list that I mentioned earlier yes. um, and use that list and call everyone on that list. And if you go through the list and you find that you didn't have success, make another list and just continue to go. It's a numbers game and you just keep going and you keep going and you'll, you'll get to the right person, but it just takes a lot of effort. Well, James, I just want to say thank you for uh, having this community conversation with us. I thank you for your expertise and your experience and the information you share, I'm sure is going to be helpful, a blessing, and really encouraging the people. So with that, audience, thank you for joining with us. We'll see you next time on our Surviving Laos Community Conversation. Thank you, Boris.